3: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
3: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last.
0: Minimum $10
3: per order. Additional terms apply.
4: 97.1
0: FM Talk Podcast. The Any Fry Show YouTube live chat poll of the day is sponsored by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods.
5: That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God
0: someone here knows what
1: they are talking about. That's
6: us, that's right.
1: Gotta love this American ride. Alright, you need to take the time and get the full picture. Come on, come
7: on, the radio on a Saturday I won't long.
6: Don't get me wrong, I love the ladies. I mean they read my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is anchor man, not anchor lady.
5: For the sake, kid, keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not married
0: because This is the Annie Fry Show.
5: Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Annie Fry Show. My name is Annie. I know it's kind of like a grab bag of whether or not I'm going to be here. Ryan, thanks for helping again. You're
2: welcome. Did How you are ha- you doing? Eh. Yeah, you don't sound like you're all the way there, but you're here.
5: Um... Did you host the show yesterday? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I didn't even know.
2: Yeah, we had a grand old time. How'd it go? <laughs> I was
5: in bed. Feverish. Yeah, it feverish was, in bed.
2: It was fine. It was completely fine. It's... He did good. It's never for every time the you Annie say Fry Show" without <laughs> Annie Fry. For every
5: time you repeat, it was completely fine. It, was, it makes me just a little more nervous. You should be. It was yeah. fine. It,
2: it, it was fine. No, really, this, it, it was okay. This no this need whatsoever
5: fine. to go back and listen no. or watch yeah. or do anything.
2: Yeah, yesterday afternoon, Trisha goes, "Oh, I heard some of the show. It sounded fine, but I want to go back and listen to it." I said, "You know what? You didn't really miss anything. <laughs> Don't worry about it."
5: Mm, I forgot to put lipstick on. People better, are probably commenting, "Anna, you don't look well." You
2: better do that. <laughs> you know
5: why? It's cuz I don't have lipstick on. Do yet. that
2: while you're talking and see how straight you can make it.
5: Um, totally straight. No questions about that. Okay. Um I we just have had the plague in my house and I was trying to avoid it and uh, yesterday it hit me and I was unable to avoid it. But I said, "I want to try to do the show." I know I was talking with people at the hell big Thing and they're like, oh, I love your show when you're there, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad. Well, happy. there's
2: nothing you could do. I mean, this has been I, this week especially has been drama playing out like in the <sighs> noon hour. Like, I mean, you were here Monday and then got the call at like 11:55 that you had to go. That take was care daughter of your number kids. one that was sick. Yeah,
5: daughter number two came home sick the next day,
2: and you were you were here Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then yesterday it was Tuesday night. I think we were all talking and. You were like, I am getting pretty sick right yeah. now. And we were like, okay, just, just call it now then so that we know ahead of time.
5: Um, When was the last time you had a fever?
2: Uh, it's been a while. I would say I uh, probably at some
4: point last year, but it wasn't a crazy fever.
5: Brad says he doesn't think he's had a fever in his adult life, which I don't uh, believe. I, not
4: adult life, since I've been married. Which, I mean, I got my married in my mid-20s. Have yeah.
2: you thrown up in your adult life?
4: Oh, for sure. Because I have not. Really? I, 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 yeah, I'm telling you the truth. I have not thrown up as an adult. I would usually throw up after I had a migraine. That's that's how my migraines would go. Like I'd start seeing double, I would go throw up, then I turn the lights out and fall asleep, and in about eight hours I'd be okay.
5: Fevers are weird. <laughs> yeah. If you try to listen to the news while you're laying in bed and you're just trying to osmosisly mm-hmm, that's a word. Soak in the news while you're just laying in bed being useless, which is the way it feels. And then you start to have a fever while you're listening to the news, that can be kind of trippy.
2: Yeah, and you get mad. You get mad at the way everything is because you're like, I don't feel good and it's your fault, news.
5: When I'm um, trying to get everything done as a mom and as a person who has a radio show, try to be everywhere and do all the things for all my obligations, I'm like, I just wish I could lay down. And then I'm stuck in bed for a day and I'm like, I wish I could be doing things.
4: Yeah. What's
5: wrong with me?
2: Really what what you want is about a half hour extra of laying down per day.
5: Or just a restful night, just one.
2: That's that too. Mm.
5: Um, the news continues to be popping. There's. I was watching a bit of this Mark Zuckerberg in exchange with Josh Hawley yesterday. Did you guys cover much of that?
4: We didn't cover it at all. No.
5: Um. Explicit. Explicit. Yeah. Hashtag warning. Uh,
4: yeah, the hashtags that Senator Cruz say are like not for little ears. They're not anything. The, FC. Can we
5: air them? We can air them, <laughs> but but <laughs> they're. Say. It's like. Oh. Ugh.
4: Okay. Yeah, it's very.
5: Do we not want to air them?
4: I think, I think that we should. I think we owe it to people to hear it.
5: Okay, I'll tell you to dump it if I disagree. Well, this is part of the exchange.
6: In June of 2023, the Wall Street Journal reported that Instagram's recommendation systems were actively connecting pedophiles to accounts that were advertising the sale of child sexual abuse material. In many cases, those accounts appeared to be run by underage children themselves, often using code words and emojis to advertise illicit material. In other cases, the accounts included indicia that the victim was being sex trafficked. Now, I know that Instagram has a team that works to prevent the abuse and exploitation of children online. But what was particularly concerning about the Wall Street Journal expose was the degree to which Instagram's own algorithm was promoting the discoverability of victims for pedophiles seeking child abuse material. In other words, this material wasn't just living on the dark corners of Instagram. Instagram was helping pedophiles find it by promoting graphic hashtags, including hashtag ped whore and hashtag preteen sex to potential buyers.
5: So Ted Cruz talking there about how Instagram, which is owned by Meta and Mark Zuckerberg, how Instagram does not and Facebook, they're not set up to protect kids it's, it's very frustrating for me to listen to Zuckerberg, especially when he's talking with Josh Hawley and Josh Hawley is explained to him the people who he has hurt and them being in that room. Mark Zuckerberg, it, he, he has a way of saying like, you know, we've, we've done what we think that we can do. Here's, Here's more from the Cruz Instagram
6: also displayed the following warning screen to individuals who were searching for child abuse material. These results may contain images of child sexual abuse. And then you gave users two choices. Get resources or see results anyway. Mr. Zuckerberg, what the hell were you thinking? All right, Senator. Um, the, the, the basic science behind that is
2: that when people are searching for something that is problematic... It's often helpful to rather than just blocking it to help direct them towards something that um, that could be helpful for getting them to get help. in, in what I also, understand
6: get resources in what sane universe is there a link for C results anyway?
5: Well, it cuts off too early there because Mark Zuckerberg says, because we might be wrong. So what Mark Zuckerberg is saying in response to Ted Cruz there, which isn't on that clip but you can go watch it yourself. he's saying, Maybe Facebook's filter system or Instagram system, maybe they got it wrong. And people should be able to access this information, even if the filter that Facebook has put up there is wrong. Facebook is willing to do that in the case of pedophilia and not the Hunter laptop. That is outrageous. Who is Mark Zuckerberg serving? Who is Meta serving? When they are more protective, they're more fearful of your ability to consume something like Hunter Biden's laptop right before an election than they are giving people the option to view pedophilic content anyway. It's very hard to take these people seriously.
3: Your own study says that you make life worse for one in three teenage girls you increase no, Senator, anxiety and says. depression that's what it says and you're here testifying to us in public that there's no link you've been doing this for years that for says- years you've been coming in public and testifying under oath that there's absolutely no link your product is wonderful the science is nascent full speed ahead while internally you know full well your product is a disaster for teenagers Senator, and yet that's you not keep true. right on doing what you're doing that's right not true that's not true. Let me let me t- let me show you some other but facts. You, I you know can, that you're you familiar with. Wait a minute. Want, wait a minute. That's not I mean, a question. That's, that's, that's not, not a internal... question. Those are facts, Mr. Zuckerberg. That's not that's a not, question. That's
2: those aren't facts. He...
5: Josh Hawley is making points there. Josh Hawley has a very specific way of going hard on anybody who is testifying in front of that Senate committee. He's he's a prosecutor. He understands how to bring a case and. In many cases, these committee hearings are spectacles. So I understand that. Democrats do it. Republicans do it. But there were people in that room clapping when he was talking about this. He said one in three uh, teenage girls suffer because of their usage of, of the products that Zuckerberg has created. And that, according to Josh Hawley, was his own study. Zuckerberg is saying that's not what it says. There must be some culpability on Mark Zuckerberg's conscience, should he have one because Josh Hawley pretty much bullied him into apologizing to those people who are in the room.
3: Would you like to do so now? Well, they're here, you're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your project? Show them the pictures. (laughs) Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? I'm sorry,
2: everything you've all It's (laughs) terrible. No one should have to get through the things that your families have, have suffered. And this is why we invested so much and are going to continue doing these leading efforts to uh, to make sure
6: that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have touch us suffer.
5: So he stands up and he turns around very awkwardly. All the cameras that are sitting on the floor in front of the senators who are asking the question of Mark Zuckerberg, who's sitting there at the desk answering these, these very hard-hitting questions. All the cameras shuffle around and they want to get the The face of Mark Zuckerberg while he turns around and stands and apologizes to these families who are sitting in this room holding photographs of their children who have been negatively affected on these apps. I don't know what the solution is, but I do think that everybody who has skin in the game needs to be paying more attention to what the social media world that we live in now but were not raised in, did not grow up in, what it's doing to children. I don't believe that Mark Zuckerberg is responsible for parenting my children, but I don't understand how how content related to pedophilia is allowed to be viewed anyway. How are we living in a world where there's a social media setting that allows this type of content to be accessed anywhere? And how does Zuckerberg sleep at night knowing that that is on something he created? I don't understand it. The YouTube live chat poll for today is when should minors be able to participate in social media? And your options are anytime, anytime parent approved as a teenager or 18 plus. And this is one of those polls that I'm excited to see what you say, but I'm more excited to read your comments on it because there are people who have experience really really sad stories negative stories of raising children in a social media world Um, I have personal experience of raising kids where social media has been very problematic I'll say in our sphere maybe to some extent with my own children but my children don't have it it's just stuff that's been done to my children and I don't think that my kids stories are unique Ryan your kids are younger. So they haven't quite reached this age, I would assume. Although I bet that they have friends who have phones and social media accounts.
2: Well, we know pa- parents are friends who have kids who have accounts. And uh, it's always a little surprising, but you never, everybody has to deal with this so differently within your, not only your family, but your social sphere, because all of those things are factors. And so you just have to approach it with no, no guidebook You have to do what's best for you and your kids, and you have to trust that you're trying as hard as you can.
5: I hear parents, I mean, I have had parents say to me, you know, they just keep asking for a phone and everybody else has one, so we caved. They say that all the time, we caved. Like, that's the phrase. And I just think, why would you cave? If you have if 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 it's if it's a regrettable caving to give your kid that access just don't and don't I, cave I I don't think that I think the pressure is strong but when you put that phone in that child's hand the pressure actually grows for that child It's a difficult it's a very very difficult conversation to have it's one that we've had on this show quite a bit I know I have kids that are that age and I know that many of you listening have gone through this already have experience of watching your kids be raised with phones or without phones. You stood strong and then you you did everything right and things still went wrong or you did everything the way you thought and everything was fine. It's not everybody's story that there's a disaster, but there are a lot of very sad stories that come out of children having access to social media, to the internet. Of course, I always say, like my kids are like, my kids want a phone. And I always say, you don't want a phone, you want the internet. I'd be willing to give you a phone. I'm not giving you the internet. So let us know what you think. I'm happy to be back. Uh, bear with us today. We've got Hans von Spagowski with us next. I'm excited to talk to him as always. Tyrus at one o'clock. Stewie's going to come in and talk to us about the Fed, of course. Uh, important news to talk about there. And Ryan's going to hang out with us because I hope I can make it through the whole show. So thank you for being here. Join us on the AnyFry YouTube channel. Vote. When should minors be able to participate in social media? We want to know what you think. We'll be right back.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend
1: today. It violated the Constitution. House Republicans have failed to present any evidence of anything resembling an impeachable offense. Instead, what House Republicans are doing by advancing the sham impeachment effort is denigrating our Constitution all for the sake of appeasing one person and one person only, Donald Trump.
5: It's always ending with Donald Trump, man. If you've got to put money on something, put money on the fact that whatever the problem is, if the Democrat is speaking, that the last thing he's going to blame and the first thing he's going to blame is Donald Trump. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Uh, I want to talk to our next guest about the southern border, the conflict between Texas and the federal government. We're seeing states like Florida, sending National Guard troops to assist Governor Abbott at the southern border. We've seen South Dakota do that as well, among others. We wonder what Hans von Spikowski thinks about all of this. He's a senior legal fellow for the Heritage Foundation. Welcome back to the show, Hans. Good to have you here.
1: Well, it's always always great to talk to you.
5: Thank you. Uh, I want you to tell me about how the states are acting in Texas versus what the federal government's uh, reach is on this issue with the southern border. It seems as though they don't have a common interest based on their behavior.
1: Well, first, you know that that quote you had uh, that that Majorcas hasn't done anything impeachable. I mean, he's just totally wrong, and that that actually feeds into what you're talking about, which is, look, it's not just that Majorcas has failed to enforce uh, federal immigration law, which is why. Look, the estimate is by the end of this year that uh, upwards of 8 to 10 million illegal aliens will have gotten across the border, the most we've ever had in our entire history. And it's not just that he's not enforcing federal immigration law. He has directed the Border Patrol and others to actually violate federal immigration law. That is an impeachable offense. Now, Look, in this dispute between um, the states and the Biden administration, um, look, nobody disputes the fact that the federal government has uh, preeminent authority over immigration. But what the Supreme Court has said in past cases is that states can take actions, they can pass laws, as long as those laws aren't explicitly or implicitly preempted by. Federal law, and the easiest way to understand this is um, a prior case uh, again involving Arizona it's you, do you remember this and remember a- Arizona passed a law saying that when their a police officer stopped somebody
5: mm-hmm.
1: because they were violating a state or local ordinance, uh, they were directed to find out the immigration status of that individual so mm-hmm. that if they were there illegally. DHS could be notified. Remember, the Obama administration went to court saying, oh, you can't do that. That interferes with our immigration authority. The U.S. Supreme Court said, no, it doesn't.
5: Hmm. Yeah, that's the law in Illinois right now. They're not allowed to talk to each other. If you arrest somebody, you can't ask the status. You can't refer them to ICE. They just get to go about their business. It just seems it seems as though the we've lost common ground in yes. the sovereignty of our nation. And I don't understand how something as definitive as a border, how we can't, on a partisan and a bipartisan way, understand the importance and the purpose of a border, I mean, if you were to ask or if you were to to summarize what you think that the Biden administration thinks of the purpose of a southern border, what would they articulate that it is?
1: Yeah, but see, you need to uh, you, uh, you need to understand that Joe Biden and in particular the the people he has surrounded himself with in the White House and frankly in the top positions of the Department of Homeland Security, they don't they don't believe in that. Ideologically they think we sh- they believe in open borders. They think our entire immigration system, our limits on immigration, they think it's discriminatory. And And you can see in all the actions they've taken that they want aliens coming across the border. Look, in the current dispute, uh, and the current dispute, as you know, is over Texas putting up about 30 miles of um, concertina or barbed wire fencing uh, to try to secure the border. The trial court in the case was scathing. In the their criticism of the Biden administration, because what the Biden uh, administration was doing, they were sending Border Patrol agents to actually cut holes in the fencing so that illegal aliens would be get would be able to get into the country. That's outrageous. So they're, they're They weren't trying to do what they're supposed to do, which is stop them. But they were trying to help them uh, get into the country. And that's because, like I said, ideologically. They don't want a secure border, and every action they've taken uh, is evidence of that.
5: Mm. We're speaking with Hans von Spakovsky with the Heritage Foundation. Um, I listened to Joe Biden multiple times. He's putting the pressure, of course, only on the Republicans in the House, of course, when he talks about Congress. he He's saying they need to give me the power. He flexed his power quite a bit in his first 100 days with executive orders that I would assume have had a great effect on the status of our southern border. What kind of power is he asking for that he does not have to fix what's going on on the southern border?
1: Uh, That is a con game by the president. And let me tell you why. I actually read the statement that the White House put out from Joe Biden. And in it, he says, uh, Senate, give me, in this negotiated deal they're working, give me the power to shut down the border. And I promise the day I sign it, I'll shut down the border. The reason I say that's a con game is that he doesn't need any additional legal authority. Uh, he's got that legal authority right now. And and anybody who doubts that, <laughs> uh, remember the Trump travel ban? Yeah. Remember, tr- Trump issued a travel ban in which he closed, he shut down the border and prohibited the entry of, of aliens from a certain, uh, certain set of countries. And uh, Democrats, liberals, basically all of Biden's al- political allies sued and said, you, the president, you don't have the authority to shut down the border. That went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. And what did the su- Supreme Court say? They said the president has the power to shut down the border to any group of aliens or all aliens. So Joe Biden could do it right now. And him saying he needs this bill, which is going to give him lots more money to help actually process and bring even more illegal aliens into the country. Like I said, it's a it's a calm game.
5: You know, I compare the lawlessness that the Biden administration has upheld on our southern border. We have laws. We have rules. They should be enforced. They're not being enforced on the southern border. People are coming into this country, uh, I I would assume, knowingly disobeying laws because they seem to be coming in full force, which means they know that there's a window of opportunity that they need to take advantage of. And then they go to. That's right. They go to New York City. That's exactly right. And when they go to New York City, they don't have any respect for law enforcement in New York City either. Uh, We saw the attack on those police officers. And then they are released without bail. I mean, if you're an everyday average American citizen and you are driving the speed limit and doing the things that you're supposed to do to abide by the law. And you're seeing these people who have just got here for whatever particular reason, be able to disrespect and laugh in the face of the rules and laws that that are what holds America together. It just seems to me like we're on the cusp of losing our country.
1: Oh, I think we are. And uh, look, this country cannot sustain such a huge influx, influx of uh, illegal aliens into the country. I mean, we've seen all the videos of what's happening in these cities where they are. But and look, in addition, in addition to that, um, the border is now open to human traffickers drug smugglers, huge amounts of fentanyl coming across the country, and terrorists. I mean, the number of individuals arrested uh, on the terrorist watch list uh, has increased several times uh, in just the last three years. And why is that? Well, because uh, all over the world they see the southern border is open. And not only can you get in, but even if you're caught, by the border patrol all they do is process you which just means you give them whatever name you want to give them and they let you go
5: yeah it's outrageous and it has to stop i i I do think it's an issue that for voters is starting to become a very bipartisan awareness i don't know how it will materialize as we get you know you get into the silly season of an election the closer you get to november and, and things start going sideways like crazy but I do feel like it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat, a red state or a blue state. This issue is at your front doorstep. And there's no way that Americans can continue to want to live in a, a, a country that respects the idea of freedom and liberty that I possess up until it meets your freedom and liberty. And then that's the delineation. We don't we're we're, we're about to lose that. And I think that in a bipartisan way, we can fix it in November, I hope.
1: Well, I hope so, too, because otherwise the, the this is the this is the worst and biggest, most dangerous national security problem we have faced in a long time.
5: It is. Hans, we're thankful to have your voice on it. Thanks for being with us today.
1: Sure. Thank you. Bye bye.
5: Bye bye. He's a senior legal fellow at Heritage Foundation and a really, really smart man. If when you spend time, we, I had dinner with him when he was here last time. He was in the studio with us, Ryan, and it was it, he like there's never enough time. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I mean, there's so many other things that I could talk to him about. I really work, you guys kind of know this, I'm always trying to talk about something other than Trump and Biden. It inevitably goes there, but...
2: Well, there's a lot of legal issues involving Trump and Biden right now, so it makes sense that he would have to be uh, knowledgeable about that stuff. But it's funny when you talk to Hans, because you can tell that he not only deeply understands the topic at hand whatever it is but that he loves talking about it and that he is doing exactly what he was made to do on this earth and i mean not that he loves talking about sometimes when issues are bad but you can just tell that the depth that he's already looked at the issue even before it probably ever became an issue is all baked into when you're sitting there face-to-face with Hans. He's such a
5: nice guy, too. He's a really nice guy. I was going to ask him about this, but I don't know that there's a lot of meat to the story. It just is what it is. Fox News reports that a judge in London threw out a lawsuit Thursday filed by Donald Trump, which claimed the infamous dossier and its, quote, shocking and scandalous claims harmed his reputation. Quote, There are no compelling reasons to allow the claim to proceed to trial, Judge Karen Stein said. The lawsuit Trump filed against Orbis Business Intelligence, a company co-founded by Christopher Steele, The former British spy who created the dossier in 2016. The dossier was paid for by Democrats and published during Trump's first presidential bid against Hillary Clinton. It contained uncorroborated uncorroborated allegations and rumors that spread like wildfire among Trump's critics and through mainstream media outlets. It just can't not juxtapose the dossier and what the Democrats invested in against Donald Trump. And E. Jean Carroll's changing story with the wind and her, like, <laughs> psycho babble when she goes on to Rachel Maddow. She's like, we're all getting new clothes. You want to play some France? I get you place place France. And we're going to fish. I don't know where that comes in, but she's clearly in a fishing. fun? Yeah. Not with her. Yeah. Well,
2: no, I would say all of that stuff that she said did sound fun. I just don't know if I would want to do it
4: with E. Jean Carroll.
5: That's just. Yeah. Well, she's got the dough now.
4: Such a wild. Until
2: like it's appealed
4: juxtaposition. Such a what? Yeah. Trump this said that lady is lying and she's crazy. Boom! $83 million. The What the dossier implied about Trump, and they're like, ah, there's nothing here that really hurts your reputation.
5: Yeah. It is a court in London, and Donald Trump is a public figure, and I don't know that E. Jean Carroll was a public figure. Maybe she is. I think she's really trying hard.
2: I, I mean, she was an author. You'd have to be knocking on the door of being a public figure. So that, that story that you just broke right there is that the court said, no, this didn't hurt your reputation.
5: The judge said there are no compelling reasons to allow the claim to proceed to trial. Trump repeatedly denied the accusations in the dossier, which included rumors about him engaging in sex sex acts. (laughs) There I go. Uh, With Russian prostitutes. I screwed that one. I I can't think
2: of a story that harms somebody's reputation more than that story.
5: He unequivocally said the dossier was fake news and a political witch hunt. Yep, that's it.
2: (laughs) Well, thank thank you, Court of Law. You've done a great job.
5: In the lawsuit, Trump alleged Orbis violated British data protection laws and sought damages. He also wanted a judge to definitively rule the claims were false. He's probably seeking about eighty-three million (laughs) dollars, roughly (laughs) paid. Jack, to-, to the Annie Fry Show. Uh, <laughs> this is Annie. I people should really give me feedback because I am trying I tried really hard to get here today. Yeah, you did. I've and I've been struggling on whether to come in. Like, what do I do? What's the right thing to do? I literally have Lysol. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay.
4: Don't spray yeah, it. In you your face. just sprayed it right in your own face. <laughs> if I just do. A- yeah, it's well, not that, Banaco. That's what that's well, that, what Trump said.
5: Well that caused my that is not what Trump said. <laughs> that is a lie. Fake news. He's gonna sue you for $83 million. No, the judge
4: will just throw it out. Um,
5: that's true. Kills ninety-nine percent of viruses and bacteria in the air. This is part of my discovery in my $90 Walgreens disinfectant trip that I took when I got my daughter Monday on the way home. And then I got sick. And it's like, do I, what's the right thing to do? COVID kind of pushed everything into being upside down and makes you rethink everything. I know that I don't sound like my normal self. I don't know if I would... I probably wouldn't listen to me. Because you've been drinking bleach. (laughs) Just been drinking. (laughs) I would drink some whiskey right now. That would actually help. Yeah, cuts. Mark Cox, where you be? Um, But, I I mean, I would like your honest feedback on the YouTube live. Would you rather not listen to me today? Because I sound like this. Not you. You keep it to yourself. (laughs)
2: I will, I will. But take your advice. <laughs>
5: did, you, did you hear the smile that came across Ryan's face when I said that? Did you hear the grin that came across his face? Yeah,
2: yesterday was it was a <laughs> weekend. Oh, it was a real hard decision yesterday to be like Annie, just stay home.
5: I had a hundred. Annie, fever.
2: we got this. You guys was great. Thank you. Uh, for, of the. All the two minutes that you listened, I'm sure were. I didn't listen to anything. Decent. Okay. I good. listened
5: to literally none of it because I was asleep in my bed.
2: So uh, kind of a weird list here, but I thought this was kind of fun.
5: Annie sounds like an FM DJ. What does that mean?
2: <laughs> She's got the gravel. Try to do. Can you do any DJ it would be like, "That was Doja Cat"?
5: Why'd you do that with your eyes? That was uncomfortable. What did I
2: do? I didn't even so know. Didn't go like look at, look yeah. at me and say it. Hey, Brad, that was Doja
5: Cat. He didn't do anything there. No? Do-ja. Doja. Doja. See, he's not good at it. <laughs> that's why I'm here. That's why, no, this is why Lee is here, is to get you to do things that was the right my. Way. It
2: was my interview, and they're like, ooh, great voice. It's Doja.
5: I don't know if you know me very well, but no, that's not my story. No, side. not you? No.
2: Uh,. I was just talking to her outside about how much I like Doja Cat.
5: You don't even know who she is.
2: No, but I'm discovering. Yeah, but And no. I'm enjoying.
5: He's talking about Doja Cat.
2: Yeah, different artist. Oh, sorry. Yeah.
5: Bluegrass. Doja yeah, UK.
2: <laughs> Doja and Cat. So this list is the most overrated tourist attractions in the United States. Now, I got to tell you, when I went to print this out, it was 65 pages long.
5: Ooh, you get fired for that.
2: So, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. None of our printers work, so don't worry.
5: Uh.
2: <laughs> um, but I, I, I narrowed it down to the ones that I thought we were most likely to have visited to see if you had an opinion about these. I don't know necessarily if you've been to all of these. So the
5: question is, have we visited?
2: Have you visited? And, and if so. Do you agree that this is an overrated tourist attraction? So the first one is Times Square. It says it may be too much to handle.
5: I was going to say, I've never, I've never been in it, but never, I, have, I have been to Times Square. I thought
2: you had, because yeah. I know you've been to New York, yeah. but I just didn't know if you'd been there. What do you think?
5: It's amazing. I thought the same thing. I didn't, I don't want to like go there every day, but it was amazing to stand in Times Square.
2: I agree. It's just so famous that you're like, oh, I've, I've seen all this on TV before. There's the Today Show, you know, that, <laughs> whatever that stuff was. I thought it was impressive. I didn't stay long. But it was just neat to stand there get for a picture. couple minutes, get some pictures.
5: Josh said, Notice yesterday that Ryan adopts a host voice when he's in the big chair. Pretty funny.
2: Did I? <laughs> I've had I don't it. know. Brad, I don't did I? Yes. Do I really? Yes. Oh, no. It's like I'm doing a character.
5: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you try to talk like me?
2: Uh huh. Like this?
6: <laughs> <laughs> I sound like Annie.
2: <laughs> I decided to come in, like,
5: ooh. That's pretty close to your, you haven't done the Annie voice in a No, time. I haven't. No. <laughs> I'm closer to it now than I've ever been.
2: Uh, so you guys, Times Square, no? Never been. I've Never been. You have. What do you think?
5: When I was younger, um, it was it was awesome. It was cool.
2: Not somewhere where you'd just stand there for an hour, but no. it's.
4: I thought it was impressive. I feel hey. like if you stand there for an hour just going,
5: whoa, yeah.
4: you just make yourself an easy target for It's <laughs>
5: amazing how many people tell you when you're going to New York City for the first time to not look up at the buildings. Really? What? That's what, it's how you identify yourself as a tourist and then you get mugged. But oh. I am a tourist <laughs> and those buildings are tall. Yeah. And I got at mugged. At yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just I part wanted of the, the whole experience. Yeah. You want to yeah. hit the whole, yeah, New, York the whole New York thing. I'm always like, I tell the people when they're coming to mug me, just so you know, I'm from St. Louis. And they're like, oh, sorry. Whoa. Am I? St. Whoop.
2: Louis and Detroit. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, don't mess with her. touching you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one is the Four Corners Monument. Which is at the corner of Utah, Colorado, Arizona, and New Mexico. Nobody? No. Nobody? I do know people who have been. Isn't this something that you are like
5: driving past and you're like, "Eh," and then you keep going?
2: No, it's actually worse than that because it's in the middle of nowhere. So you have to seek it out. And then you get there and there's a spot where all four of the corners of the states meet.
5: Hooray. And you take a picture. (laughs) Most of the time, somebody
2: lays down or puts their foot in all four corners. And then you get a picture. And everybody I I know I've known a couple of people who visited. They're like, that was the biggest waste of time. <laughs> well, it's Something also fun
5: to do when you're 17 years old on, in the summer, yeah. and you you don't you just, just need somewhere to go. You you're moving time.
2: Yes, yeah, going somewhere to go somewhere. But after after it's all said and done, you go. Oh, I was just in Utah, Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico.
5: Wait, say like, those again. Who, okay. Utah, Colorado,
2: Arizona, New Mexico.
5: I've never been to any of those states, so that'd be a good way to check them all off. I think I might do that. Just fly there? <laughs> Just have land. somebody
2: drop you over check. the Four Corners monument?
5: However it works.
2: That is that is how it works.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, the next one is Philadelphia's Liberty Bell.
5: Yes, I've been there. Have you? Yeah. What did you think? Amazing.
2: This list it's right says, by Independence
5: Hall and everything to go stand in the room. That's amazing. Yeah. They,
2: they say it's neat- But you just see it. Well, they probably don't like
5: liberty and freedom. Nothing
2: else there. They said, as a caveat, we hate liberty and freedom. Freedom. Yeah,
5: (laughs) freedom, freedom, freedom. They hate it. That's not true. It's like there's the Liberty Bell is inside a museum, and it's right across like a square from Independence Hall. How can you not stand in Independence Hall and be like, ah?
2: I don't know. I would like to see it, but you know, I've I have known a couple people who went and said. Yeah, it's it's you see it and it's famous and then that's it. That's like most things that you go see. Well, it's just true, history. True. No, I
5: think it's amazing and you should go.
2: We have to trust Annie. She's the only one who's been there in the yeah, room.
5: That's right.
2: Roswell, New Mexico. No, no. Oh, I would love to go to Roswell. Just because it's it's like a carnival Is all that the, the time. Alien at least in place? my head. Yeah.
4: <laughs> at least in my. It head. says
2: fans of alien space travel or UFOs should be familiar with the town of Roswell. Yeah, the whole 1947 thing. But now the town is filled with alien and UFO memorabilia with buildings shaped like they're from outer space. And they're saying it's just stupid and kitschy. And I'm like, that sounds like yeah. a fantastic yeah. place to go. <laughs> Thank you, Leah. <laughs> Let's go. Me and Leah are going to go. You guys are not invited because you're looking at me with blank stares. Leah and I. <laughs> can we just play the music no what
5: music we still got three minutes Yeah. and if I go downhill you got a lot more than three minutes to fill we'll that's go back why I'm eight. here if, if you hear us talking about Roswell in two o'clock hour that means died
2: also if you hear me doing my radio voice that means Annie died
5: <laughs> G-Wib says Roswell will make you stay there Ryan
2: that, that's fine I don't care uh, you're gonna love the next one Epcot is a snooze fest
5: oh oh <laughs> Well, here's the deal. It is, it totally sucks. Don't ever go. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Our advice it's, to you, it's stay awful. away. It's stay awful. away. Brad Especially had to admit I mentioned this one July. to Brad. Um that
4: I said Maybe Epcot's on this list. And he said, you know what? Epcot, when you went, you we, said you didn't We didn't have a chance whenever we went to spend a whole lot of time there. I mean the fruishie is amazing, but And so's Guardians. Great date location. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh so great. Go go there if you're celebrating five years. But Like I don't drink, and like one of the big things about Epcot is drinking around the world, so you can go get all these different types of drinks from different places. And if you're not there to just eat different foods and all that other stuff, I'm not sure what else you do in Epcot. I
2: think Epcot is beautiful. It's massive. Yeah. And my wife loves culture, and so it's real easy to walk through a loop and experience 20 different cultures really fast. That's cool. So she likes that. Um, But I I like the rides there, too. I think the rides are much better than they used to be anyway, especially since they've added – guardians and some of the newer ones
5: probably my favorite park
2: me too you'll have trouble relaxing at mall of america
5: i've never been mm-hmm. nobody Maybe. else nope
2: i have been a couple times it is too big it, it's just massive did and you it's,
5: say a trouble relaxing yeah who's, go, who's like gosh <laughs> i'm really stressed i should go to the mall <laughs> exactly how Let's, about the biggest mall yeah
4: the biggest ball, mall in the world and that has a roller coaster
2: yeah, it says it's the largest mall in the U.S. with a total of 555 stores, a theme park, aquarium, and more in it. I got to say, it, it is kind of impressive that it's that big. And it's in Minnesota, so you know a lot of the weather is very cold, so people go there because it's something you can do. But it's too big to really experience the mall. Mm-hmm. Five, there's like one or two stores that you go, oh, I want to go there for that. Well, they could be on different wings of the mall, and you're spending hours and hours in there. So, not exactly my favorite place to. Uh, there's quite a few, but we can pause there.
5: All right, we can get to them later in the show. Okay, when I'm <laughs> DOA.
2: And I'll do my voice, and I'll be like,
5: "Have you been did to you the, do Arc the whole show like that yesterday? Yeah, I
2: did. Apparently, I did. did
5: you... Was it from sitting over here? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You're doing it right now. Am I? Yeah. When you're off air, you sound completely different. People don't know that, but you do.
5: I don't think that's true. I wish I sounded different.
2: When I see you in, in just a regular place, like we go to Wing Fest, we're just hanging out. You're like, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like jarring
0: because you sound so different.
5: We have to go to break. Okay, Tyrus is going to talk to us in a minute. We'll be right back.
0: Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?